Now, uh, hopefully I don't get uh, carried out of the building here tonight, uh, but I, I just want to ask, ask this question here. You know, do, do, do you know why the state of Tennessee is referred to as the volunteer state or, or why uh, the University of Tennessee are named the Tennessee Vols? You know, maybe that's something you don't uh, know about, but uh, back in the War of 1812, uh, there was uh, a man by the name of uh, Andrew Jackson. Uh, he wasn't president at that time, but he'd become president uh, sooner or later. And he had uh, volunteered for uh, some of the men in the state of Tennessee to go and help in that war. Uh, but really where that name stu- stuck was 30 years later at the, uh, the Mexican-American War uh, when the United States government came to the state of Tennessee and said, you know, we need uh, 2,800 soldiers to volunteer themselves to go down into Texas and help us in this battle. Well, you know how many went at that request? It wasn't 2,800, but it was 30,000. Tennessee sent 30,000 men, and so because of that, they became known as the volunteer state. Well, we'll hold on to that thought for here for a second, because we're still in our study in the book of Nehemiah. Uh, we're looking at chapters 11 and 12 this evening. Again, uh, hopefully you've been reading along, uh, but I know that these uh, two chapters might have been a little bit harder uh, because there is a lot of names, a lot of records being given by Nehemiah. But in, again, in Nehemiah chapter 8, Ezra reads the law to the people. Uh, they're getting to hear the law for the first time in a long time, and because of that, the people are weeping because they're not uh, keeping up with the statutes of the Lord. And then we talked about last week in chapters 9 and 10 of Nehemiah that you know the people, they were reviewing their history all the way from creation until then and how God had been with them uh, the, the whole time, but they uh, had not kept the covenant of their Lord. And remember, they, they signed that document. Uh, saying that, uh, you know, we put our names to this and we want to renew that covenant with with the Lord. And again, uh, here in Nehemiah chapters 11 and 12, uh, Nehemiah is recording for us uh, those individuals who are living uh, inside Jerusalem, those who are living outside of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, again, all of the individuals that are making up this restoration of uh, the people of God. And even at the end of chapter 12, they, they have a dedication for the wall that had been just constructed. But I just want to take a quick second to notice in chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. uh, Notice what Nehemiah here records. He says, Now the leaders of the people lived in Jerusalem, but the rest of the people cast lots to bring one out of ten to live in Jerusalem, the holy city, while nine-tenths remained in other cities. And the people blessed all the men who volunteered to live in Jerusalem. If you remember uh, back a couple of chapters ago in Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 4, we were told that you know, the city of Jerusalem was large and spacious, but, but there, the people were few and the houses were few, and so they really needed to repopulate it. You know, in order for Jerusalem to become safe and inhabitable again, you know, they needed people within that. And so here, uh, Nehemiah is getting that effort together to get the people to uh, come back to Jerusalem, to live in it. And... You know, think about this for a second. How would you feel uh, if the county, let's say the county, Adair County came to you, uh, the officials there and said, I know you, you know, live on the outskirts of town over here, uh, but I really need you to pack up your things and move uh, into town. You're going to be required to move from one part of town to another part of of Columbia. What would you think to that? What would you uh, uh, be likened to? You know, the the practice of redistributing people uh, is something we're not familiar with, even though it wasn't uncommon then. 
But again, look at verses 11, uh, chapter 11, verses 1 and 2 again. The leaders lived in Jerusalem, but some of the men, they cast lots, right? One out of every 10 individual sort of lost that, uh, that lot and had to go and move into the city. But verse 2 says that there were some men who volunteered to move there. They were willing to do something at you know, somewhat of a cost of their own uh, that was needed to be done. Uh, that others were unwilling to do. Uh, again, the, the city of Jerusalem was in ruins. It was being rebuilt. Uh, but these people uh, volunteered to go and to move into Jerusalem. And because of that, it says there in verse 2, the people uh, were blessed. They blessed the volunteers. Well, again, uh, today we think volunteers, those who volunteer for things, uh, ought to be blessed. Uh, they should be recognized and appreciated for being gracious givers, you know, giving their time and strength and abilities uh, to help individuals and even within the church. Uh, we need volunteers within the congregation or the Lord's work uh, just simply won't get done. And I know this is sort of a redundant message. Maybe, you know, we've talked about this in the past in the book of Nehemiah, but that's the message of Nehemiah. The people had a mind to work. They, they wanted to get back at it. And so the Lord, again, you know, he's not asking you and I to pick up our things and move uh, somewhere else. But he does ask us to pitch in. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, tells us that we are always to be abounding in the work of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says, we as Christians were made to do good works. Again, imagine how much we could accomplish for the Lord's church, if we all had the same attitude as these men and women did in Nehemiah chapter 11, verse 2, who volunteered to go back in Jerusalem. You know, one out of every 10 individuals did that. And so imagine, you know, just imagine how many more souls would be saved today if we would all volunteer more selflessly, if we gave more, uh, just like those individuals did in Nehemiah chapter 11, verse 2. And that's a challenge for us this evening. Uh, and also uh, this evening, we also want to offer the invitation. If there's anyone here who, who, who may be ready to become a child of God, if, if this is the, the night, the, the water back here is, is ready, and we would love the opportunity to baptize you into Christ or to study with you if so desires, or if you're needing the prayers of this congregation, the church here as well, or to ask for forgiveness, uh, we want to help you in that as well as together we stand and sing this song of invitation. <laughs>